talking badly about people that are higher up than you is just going to manifest negativity where if I see somebody doing great, I'm like, wow, I want to be them. And I wasn't always like that. You have to change your mindset and think positively. Welcome to Elevated Frequencies, the show that gives you access to the next level of house and techno so you can explore an elevated lifestyle. I've been following Mari Lee on TikTok for probably over a year now because of the hilarious videos she posts like this one. Not only did I get to interview Mari a couple of weeks ago, but I actually got to go see one of her sets in Brooklyn. I was there for a different reason and I texted her. She invited me out. I got to see her play. She is equally as talented as she is sweet. It was so much fun to meet an internet friend in real life. I'm so glad I did it. And our conversation is packed with so much great mindset advice for anyone looking to be a part of this industry. So I hope you take a lot away from it and enjoy our conversation. I am so excited to talk to you because I have been a TikTok fan of yours for quite some time. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Your TikToks bring me joy, but they also bring me trauma and PTSD. So Props to you for being able to strike two very particular emotions at once. I'm, uh, I'm happy they're resonating. That's sort of my goal with them to resonate to people, be relatable. So obviously you have like a really intricate knowledge of this type of persona, which I want to get into how, how you decided to come up with these characters, but let's, let's talk about them you know, for people who don't know you on TikTok yet, you have these different characters where you're like that girl at the club, at the table behind the booth that is just not so nice. How would you describe her? Um, you know, it's kind of a joke, but also I have to see if I even changed my bio, but on TikTok, my bio used to just be social commentary. And, uh, I go out a lot in the nightlife scene. Um, I DJ and maybe I've actually been that girl sometimes. Um, but I think the older I get, the more you can. And once you are actually like the DJ behind the booth, the more you become privy to these, uh, attitudes and behaviors. And, um, it's all in good fun, but it is kind of funny. If you think about it, it's also something not everybody like talks about. Um, so. I thought it was relatable. I love that you just admitted that you've been that girl sometimes because I wasn't going to admit it unless you were. Because we've all been that girl sometimes. (laughs) We all have. We all all have. And, you know, but like you said, as you get older, you realize like, okay, that's fucking dumb. Like we're all adults here. There's no reason to like try to claim ownership over a table or a spot. But I love how you just, you get the vocal fry down. You get like the, the monotone, like uninterested And it really, it is social commentary because you experience so much of that when you 
go out, which is like, and we'll talk about the music, but it's like the antithesis of what the music's supposed to be. It's supposed to bring us all together, but you always have that one girl, you know, who feels the need to, to act that way. Facts, facts. And it's interesting. Um, you know, I feel like that used to just be more the vibe in like the very mainstream clubs, but as sort of house and techno are taking a forefront from underground to it's really becoming more mainstream. Um, that community that used to be more underground is, um, and hey, we want things to be more mainstream, but it's definitely a little bit infiltrated by everyone, which is cool. I don't like gatekeeping, but I also grew up as like, you're a poser kind of vibe, yeah, <laughs> which right. I'm over, I'm older now, but uh, it's just interesting because now you're going to see those kind of attitudes in a lot of places that you didn't before. So you're, you're right. It's, it's an infiltration and like, hopefully they learn, you know, as time goes on, like it's not the place to do it. Cause there is such a stratification between like normie clubs and then house and techno. But now we are seeing that crossover. I think thanks to TikTok, honestly, it's a contributing factor. I think TikTok is such an important tool right now um, in social media for whatever you do. I mean, that's how we met and this is happening right now. I've met a lot of people from TikTok, but if you're not utilizing it um, as an artist, as a business owner, I feel like you're really missing out. Um, so yeah, TikTok as well as a music, like it's made all these songs go viral. and totally. Yeah. And I love, I love that you, in addition to obviously sharing your DJ videos, which I mean, your taste in music is impeccable. I have to say you, you use this character to supplement, um, those videos. So it really just makes like your persona. It makes me want to follow you because I love your personality. And this is something that I have this conversation with other DJs. It's like, when you do that, when you show us different parts of yourself, it makes me want to go see your shows more. Exactly. I think there's quite a few people out there that are doing it really well. Um, I want to give a shout out to Chill. I don't know if you follow her. I actually know her IRL. She makes the funniest videos. There's this kid, Avello. And I yes. mean, <laughs> I think he's so funny too. But I think I like interviewed doing, him at EDC. Oh, he's so funny. I don't know him IRL, so but we're, we're TikTok friends. But yeah, it's like you can't just be like, hi, this is me. If I were just like, hi, this is Mari Lee. I mean, nobody really cares. So you have to build up your brand in other more strategic ways so that people will care and they'll get to know you personally. I, I, I absolutely love it. And so now I, I want to talk about your music because that's obviously the biggest reason you're on this show. You are just killing it in New York, which is not an easy place. I mean, obviously there's a lot of opportunity. There's more clubs than say Idaho, but I mean, there's a lot of competition, but you're, and I'm not just saying this to gas you up. Like you are so fantastic from the videos that I've seen. So how did, how did that come to life? Have you always loved this music? Where, where did you first discover your love for house? Wow. And techno? Thank you. Um, 2012, 2013, so like 10 years ago, I started getting into like the nightlife scene. And this was more like when mainstream EDM was popular, like Avicii, mm -hmm. Hardwell, those days. So I started out that way, dipped my, my, my toes in the electronic pool. And it was funny because at the time, my roommate, her boyfriend was from Europe and he used to make fun of me like, 
oh, this is like lame. Like, come to Berlin where I live. Three years later, I go to Berlin to visit her and the boyfriend who are now since married and have children. And yeah, that was a whole other vibe that kind of got me more into like actual techno and house music. Um, and then, yeah. Were you just like blown away the first time you heard it? Because I know the first time, cause I was the same. Like I liked, um, like Euro dance when I was in eighth grade, whatever. And then like the EDM became popular. I'm like, I don't, I don't like, I didn't like it back then. So I didn't really know. And I got reintroduced to house and techno. I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. So did it just like blow you away the first time you heard it? Not only hearing it, but the environment and the culture as well, which goes, goes kind of back to the funny TikToks I make, which, so we went out in Berlin and at this time I was, yeah, I was like 22, 23. I had really only been to the like stereotypical bottle service nightclub, light nightlife clubs where you wear a little dress and heels and you're the mm -hmm. mm. so my friends are like no you literally please wear like that big black oversized t-shirt you wear and I was like wait I could wear like a band t-shirt like what I wear in my real life every day like I don't have to like try they're like no please only wear black jeans and like don't talk to us in the line just be like just like be like this and I was like so going in, it was the culture. Like everyone was down to earth. Everyone was there for the music. And I just felt like the energy, like this is cool. Like people are here for the music, not here for clout. And um, I fell in love with the whole community that way. Isn't it so amazing that you literally can wear your comfiest clothes? Like that was the game changer for me too. Now I will say I lived in Miami for a little bit and I don't think I could ever go back because I tell my husband, I'm like, I don't want to fucking wear heels again. Like out, like that sounds miserable. That's funny. I'm actually going to Miami in like two weeks. I love Miami, but um. <laughs> there's certain places, obviously you don't have to wear heels, sure. but a lot, but space. like still there's <laughs> space. I think that might be the only place, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of how I got into that. I grew up listening just to like metalcore, emo, screamo, post-hardcore. That is what I still consider like my heart and soul and my bread and butter. So everything I do sort of has that influence in it. Um, I've been working on and kind of releasing a few remixes to... Some things like that. I'm not going to give everything away yet, but that's kind of like my heart and soul with music. So I try to like just oppose the two um, vibes. That's really what Mari Lee is. I, I love that because that's that was really what I was into in, in high school as well. And I feel like it, there's a pretty strong pipeline of like punk and emo and metal music to techno. I think it just makes sense. Have you, have you like your friends from your, your like metal emo mm. music days? Like, have you been able to transition them to techno? Have you introduced them to this side? Yes and no. It's, it's interesting. There's a venue. I'm thinking of the specific venue that's in New York city. It's called the Brooklyn Monarch. And I'm actually playing there next month with dirty South, but they only do either like hardcore shows or techno shows. There's like no in between. That's and awesome. it's like the perfect venue. I'm friends with all the people at work there, the manager. So like one of my friends who's in that kind of like emo screamo metal scene, she works there and she's like, now that I hear and I'm here for these like techno shows, cause I'm just working as the bartender or whatever. Now I'm into that. So it's cool to have venues that cross over with the two as well and book different acts. 
That's so cool. Cause I'm sure they get it. They're like, Oh, this makes sense. It's, it really has the same kind of vibe, just obviously in a, in a much different application of, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the sounds and instruments, but I, I love that. And I do think that that part, like the, the, the techno is still, well, I don't want to say the word tainted, but it's less, it's untouched compared to like house. When we're talking about sure. coming to the mainstream, mm. I think that's like the next, like I, I make a joke and I'm like, I'm not going to give specifics on this show. Cause I'd just be like completely like drowning myself here. But I say that there's like introductory house, like level one house music. And then there's levels, right. To like how people from the mainstream make their way in. And I feel like techno is still a little bit sacred. Of course. It's, I mean, it's a bit overwhelming. It's uh, not something my mom is going to listen to in the car, Um, but it has that same intensity, I guess you can say as like knocked loose. If you're familiar with them, they're like one of my favorite bands right now, but um, yeah. So I always strive for intensity. I love intensity. And I think that's why um, I go for it. Even with my videos, like I just want to do something really intense and over the top and yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so on brand. So I, I have to ask, um, and I hate that this is not a question that I don't, I don't ask this to men, but you are beautiful. You are so talented. Does it intimidate men? You being into techno, being so knowledgeable about music, being so beautiful and having this access, do you find as a, as a woman in the scene that you have struggles that maybe some others don't? Um, yes and no. Uh, I think deep down intimidation is really a key factor, but unfortunately sometimes it gets thrown in your face the other way where I think people think, Oh, you're a pretty girl. So you can do this and do this. Um, there's advantages and disadvantages. I mean, I'm here to, to be myself, make my music. Um, I think I market things the correct way. I do have a background in digital marketing. Um, so there is so much work that goes into it that a lot of people don't see. I mean, I actually now, um, I've been promoting it a lot. Me and another female, um, in the industry in the nightlife scene in New York have come together and made a duo. Uh, we're called Black Diamond. Her name is Zana. She definitely has more of like this, like Afro house melodic vibe to her, but we had B2B'd at a party about a year ago and sparks flew. And we're like, we have to do this together as like this female power duo. Um, so I think me and her together as well, even more unstoppable. That's awesome. That's a cool juxtaposition of like the Afro house and the techno. And I want to like touch on the point that you said, it is really frustrating that if you are beautiful, it's so like people will so, be so much quicker to discredit you. Oh, you got those opportunities because of the way you looked. And that's just simply not the case. I mean, I've known you only for a little bit and only virtually, but I can tell from seeing your videos, the love and, and passion you put into your sets and the technical skill. I mean, that's, it's so impressive and nobody should ever discredit you just because you're so beautiful. Well, first of all, thank you for the compliments. I, in my head, like I suffer with a bit of imposter syndrome and also grew up like a nerd. So I feel like sometimes I'm, uh, I don't know. Thank you. (laughs) 
Yes. Yes. We all, imposter syndrome is so, is so common, especially because you're like literally in front of so many people. Do you ever get that moment? Like I'll say when I was doing interviews at EDC, right? Like I had this moment, I was sitting there, I was like, who the fuck am I? Like, why, how, how am I here right now? Like, how did I get this opportunity? So I can imagine like, sometimes it's like an out of body experience being in front of a large crowd and they're all vibing to what you're doing that it's like, it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm very grateful and I'm very blessed and I am manifesting that it's only going to get bigger from here. Um, and not to sound, I don't know, but to be honest, I love it. I love being in front of the camera. Ever since I was a little kid, I was a dancer, gymnastics. There's all these home movies of me, like forcing my parents to sit down and videotape me doing like a Britney Spears dance routine. So I've wanted to be in front of people since I was young and I'm definitely not shy. Um, so I don't know. I used to get really nervous before I'd play at a big club, of course, but now it's kind of like second nature. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I love performing. I, I, I love that you admit that and you're so real and authentic because you've, you've earned it. And, and I, and I feel that way too. I'm very similar. Like, obviously I like being in front of the camera. I like, um, you know, presenting to people. I was a news reporter. I like people listening to what I have to say. And so I love hearing that from other women that, you know, you own it. Like you want, like you want to be in front of people. There's this really like, of course, bringing it back to TikTok. There's this girl that I follow. I can't remember her name, but she talks about how people are afraid to be seen and like, they should be celebrities. They should be out there, but they have this fear of being seen. Um, and it's kind of what we're talking about that you don't, that you don't have that. Sure. Like the imposter syndrome can creep in once in a while, but like the fact that you own your, like your desire to be seen, I feel like is just going to propel you that much faster. Like fortune favors the bold, right? Exactly. And I love that quote. It's, um, you know, I think, Mental health and just anxiety goes into that as well. I actually suffer very bad from anxiety, but for some reason for me, going out in front of people relieves that and just being more of an introvert doesn't. I'm the kind of person when I get nervous, I talk and talk and talk and don't shut up as opposed to getting quiet. And it's like, there's so many people I know um, who are so talented, but they're, they're, um, attitude towards it and maybe it's an insecurity maybe it's a shyness is like oh but I would never make a TikTok like yeah I don't do that or like oh like so and so sucks like how did they even get that gig but like I'm better than that maybe they are actually technically better than that but they're just like a bedroom DJ or a bedroom producer because they don't go out and make those media kits like making a TikToks or you know trying to network with people and that's so important in it as well so um, oh. having an outroverted personality and loving performing and not being shy is, um, a huge quality. I think that has helped me. It, that is such a good point. And I think about that a lot because there are probably a ton of celebrities out there that the only reason why they got a shot over someone else is just because they're fucking bold and they exactly. just, go, they, they just go for it. So exactly. like, I, I, I tell that I, I, talk to people about that all the time. Like, why not? Like, so when I did the EDC gig, mm -hmm. they weren't hiring anybody. I just put together an audition tape. That was like a minute long. I was like, Hey, what's up? Like, 
big fan, used to be a TV reporter. Here's why you guys should hire me. And I just sent it. I was like, why not? Like, what's the worst that could happen? And, and I got the gig. And so I feel like so many people just, you know, that like Michael Jordan slash Michael Scott quote, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take or whatever, you know, that meme I'm talking Mm -hmm, about, like, it's mm -hmm. it's very true. Like, how do you know, you're not going to know unless you, unless you try. And part of trying is putting yourself out there and risking maybe being embarrassed. Definitely. I mean, even like we keep talking about my TikTok and to be honest, like the last few months, I really haven't had a lot of videos that went viral. In the last week I had two because I started putting effort into it again. I kind of went through like a weird thing where I took a break from it, but I, you have to make a hundred videos before you find your niche and the algorithm picks up on it. And you have to reach out to so many different club promoters, like event teams, other producers and ask for help and ask to be put on. And you're going to get emails ignored. You're going to get people kind of like, you're going to whatever. And you could either give up or not. And I think talking badly about people that are higher up than you is just going to manifest negativity where Mm -hmm. if I see somebody doing great, I'm like, wow, I want to be them. And I wasn't always like that. You have to change your mindset and think positively. I'm like, I want to be like them. They're killing it. I want to be there. Not, oh, how did they get there? Like, da, 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 da. Like, that's not the way to think because you're just putting that negative energy back into yourself. You're, you're speaking my language. Like I, Again, this is the same thing with the TikToks. I w- came from a place of scarcity, you know, a couple years ago. Oh, why is this girl getting this opportunity? Like when I was a news reporter and I saw girls getting, uh, women getting jobs at better stations. Oh, why did she get this? I should get this. Why? And now I look at other like creators. Like there's this one I have to shout her out. Her name is Emma Capotes. I think you, how you yes, say her last name? I follow. Yeah, we follow each other as well. I Angel. know her. Angel of a human. She, so I had just had a call with her, like a coaching call to find out how she built her brand. The old me, I'm talking five years ago when I was in that scarcity mindset would have been like, Oh, why does she have a platform? And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. and nothing, nothing against her. Cause she's fantastic. But that would have been my own insecurity projected. Now I'm like, I want to learn from this amazing woman because look at this community she's cultivated. Like I always, whether it's a woman's looks or what they're doing, I always think, how can I be like that? I, I, I adore their, you know, I, I appreciate their shine and their, their light. And I want some of it. It's, it's, there's room for everybody, not they have it and I don't. So I should, you know, hate them. It's, it's so fucking true. 100%. And I think usually if you reach out to someone or even I've had people reach out to me, I'm honored. I'm like, me? Wow. That's how those people are too. No matter how high up or how big you are in the industry, most people will still be flattered. And I feel like if they're not and they do kind of throw you some shade or act like they don't care, then they're probably not someone you want as a mentor or someone to help you out anyway. And it all happened, you know, good that they ignored you. You know, it was meant to be that they ignored you. Right. And and like you said, I think 99% of the people, especially in the scene are so open and are so kind. I will say like, so you were talking about bullying or like being a nerd in the past. (laughs) I was, I was bullied so bad in high school and, and middle school, like relentlessly. Right. And so I still carry some like limiting beliefs when I go out in public 
I've had like, you know, I've been in this industry for a while in my own way and like the, on the media side, but I still get like nervous sometimes when I approach people. I'm like, oh, are they going to be rude? Are they going to be like annoyed that I'm trying to talk to them? And I, I will say a couple of times, there's been some people who have been extremely rude and I had to learn and realize that's them. That's their personality trait that they have to work on. It has nothing to do with me. I was kind, I was respectful. And so it's something, again, if you're like trying to be a star, you're trying to make something of yourself, you have to learn how to deal with that negative energy and like put up a protective barrier and not let it stop you from still pursuing what you want. Exactly. It's for everyone, I'm sure, but definitely for me, you know, it's a work in progress. Um, Everyone works on their confidence every day and everyone goes into, at least for me, like intimidating situations, especially in New York City, not discrediting any other city, but it's cutthroat here and people don't want to talk to you. People don't want to put up with anything. So, you know, you're, it's intimidating to go into a lot of these situations and you just got to keep going or else give up. And I don't want to give up. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you definitely shouldn't. And that's, again, that's what I love about just talking to you when I reached out to you via DM, like mm -hmm. I forgot what we were even talking about, but you're so sweet. And it is really like, you kind of have to test and see like, is this person going to be receptive? And it is cutthroat because in New York, there are a lot of people who want those opportunities. But at the end of the day, I think two things is what takes you to the top, obviously talent, but then your ability to be a kind positive person that radiates that like abundant energy because you can make it to the top being a shithead, but it's not sustainable. Like at the end of the day, people are, people are going to know and, and see through it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, karma, law of attraction, whatever you want to call it comes around. And, um, I also, I don't know, I have guilt if I'm mean to people. I think it goes back to this, like, religious upbringing, like Catholic guilt, they call it, but I have yeah. to just be nice to people. I mean, I've probably been rude sometimes, but, um, I think that's why I'm sarcastic in my TikTok videos. Like I said, I, I've been that girl, especially in my early twenties. But, um, when you look at it from that point of view, it's, it's funny. And I think there are also people that get and I used to too, intimidated by those kind of girls. Wow. They're so pretty. Look at, Oh, I wish I actually, they're very insecure losers because that's why they act like that. And that's what I'm trying to show too. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's spot on. I've never met a person who's like happy with themselves who acts that way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like an internal problem because the insides match the outsides and then, and you just, you pray for them and wish them well. Right. I mean, I'm at a phase in my life right now, and it, it sounds like we're very similar, Olivia, but you know, you got to just focus on you, work towards your dreams, go what you're going for, and cut out negativity from your life. That's only going to affect you positively. It's going to affect your career, whatever you want that to be, your relationships with friends, family, loved ones, whatever, and um, yeah, go to therapy, exercise, Yes. Whatever you want to do. I'm really into boxing. That's my thing. So. Oh, that's on um, brand for you. Yeah. I love <laughs> boxing. I did not go today because I wanted to sleep in and um, prepare for this. And I have a gig right after this. I'm DJing like a pool party thing they have with uh, Black Diamond. So. Oh, fun. Yeah. 
And you have a day job too. So you're just like, you're just Mm, always hustling. Yeah. It's been like overwhelming um, in a good way. I feel like especially the past maybe three months since I got myself in a better mental health space with working out Mm -hmm. with you know, meditating. Anyway, like so many good things have been happening to me, like doing this podcast. I've been working on music. We have a couple sounds songs we're about to release, Black Diamond. Um, just like getting more gigs, getting everything has been good. And I do love my day job as well, but it's a lot to handle. And I'm at a point where I need to financially support myself with my day job too. Um, so it's a lot, <laughs> but it, it you gotta... Is, but- <laughs> You're handling it beautifully. And like you said, the law of attraction, you keep putting out that positive energy, like it's all going to come back to you. And I think, you know, stuff works itself out. Like naturally it just, the pieces start fitting together and you'll, and you'll learn when the right point is to, you know, if going full time with, with the music is what you want to do. Like it'll, you'll know, like your body and your mind will tell you like, now is the time to make the jump. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be um, a little bit delusional to be successful. I've heard people mm-hmm. say, and yes, I like that quote. Um, so I have to be a bit of a realist and pay my bills, but you have to be a little bit delusional too to know that yes. that oh. day will end. <laughs> yes, there's a healthy balance, and I 100% believe in being delusional as well. But yes, pay your bills too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, before we wrap up, tell me what, like any exciting gigs, you know, this for the next couple of months that you have going on, what are you super excited about? Yeah. So the biggest thing, um, are you familiar with Elements Festival? It's a big yes. festival. It's in Pennsylvania. The headliners this year are John Summit, Gorgon City, Chris Lake, Skrillex. Like it's huge. It's a three-day Amazing. festival. I guess it's like an East Coast EDC, I don't know, but um, okay. Black Diamonds, which again is my side project, um, is booked. So we will be on the lineup. We're going to be on the air stage, which I guess I didn't really say this. So I, as my personal brand, Mari Lee, does a lot of like techno house rock kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. my partner, Zana, on her own wavelength, does like an Afro house. Mm-hmm. Our Black Diamond project is like melodic techno. So it kind of blends oh, the two together. Amazing. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. be playing at the air stage, which is like Eli and Fur, Elderbrook. Oh, um, so yeah, we're really excited. That's the biggest thing. Um, we're going to play, I mean, we're going to play with Dirty South um, in the end of August. Uh, this weekend I'm at Marquee, which is like, you know, a huge Tau group club. Yeah. Um, so a lot of good gigs coming up planning to release some original productions later this year that we are working on and keep trying to make TikToks that go viral. (laughs) Yay. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me. It's such a pleasure to virtually meet you and I hopefully I'm going to see you in a couple days. Yes. Reach out. You got my number girl. Text me. I know we both have busy weekends coming up, but we're going to meet up even if it's just for a coffee. What I loved about this conversation with Mari is that it's proof positive that it doesn't matter how connected you are, how talented you are, and she is both of those things, talented and connected, but what will take you furthest in this life and your career and everything else is just following the golden rule, being kind to others and projecting positivity. That's what she does. 
If you enjoyed this conversation, the best way to support the show, of course, is to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts and also follow Mari along on her journey because it is a very exciting one and it's just getting started. Her socials are Mari Lee NYC. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. 